0: Hello, humans of Earth. Welcome out there. It is Forbidden Cinema Going Deeper. I am Zach. I'm Jenny. And we are having a blast. It is a holiday weekend. woo And we are doing True Lies Going Deeper. Anything that you think we left out? Anything you want to know?
1: <laughs> I feel like there was something I said I was going to say and... I, then I don't remember what it is. Now. I think
0: I have written down,
1: lover. Which I can always rely on you for that.
0: <laughs> so you wanted to talk about some the staircase. You thought you'd seen the staircase before. Yes, at the very beginning. Yes, the opening. Uh huh. Okay, the house. That is the chateau or whatever in uh, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Actually, two houses. One is the exterior. One is the interior. That makes sense. Okay. We have the Ochre Court and the Rosecliffe Bellevue Avenue. Uh, they are both in Rhode Island. Apparently, Rhode Island <laughs> has a lot of rich white people Ro- Ho- estate. It's like it's such a small state.
1: How does it have room for big gardens and estates? Because it's, I mean, I guess there's, just, there's only room for that.
0: Is there like seven people in Rhode Island and...
1: It it must just be va- like people's uh, vacation homes, like that's what Rhode Island is. It's just know. an annex. Of I'm from Tennessee.
0: I know half a dozen people that own like hundreds of acres of land for hunting and what and camping and whatnot. So I probably shouldn't say anything. And Rhode
1: Island is just like, yeah, like New York annex and Philadelphia annex and all of that. For like, this is where we keep our other things. <laughs>
0: But no, it just I, doesn't look like much of these. I think the uh, Rosecliff Bellevue Avenue was also used in The Great Gatsby, but the 1974 version, not the one oh. that you've seen. But yeah, not uh, not a whole lot. Um, you wanted to know about the exteriors of the Ant's House and Cruel Intentions. Yes. You thought that somebody was really drunken and said that it was around here. Yeah. It is, in fact, I can find no information to support that. <laughs> no, everything I found said that it's still that thing in Long Island... And it is not here. Reese Witherspoon does have a son named Tennessee.
1: Well, that makes sense. I mean, she grew up here.
0: And she Reese Witherspoon and... She went to Hall. Ryan Gosling were actually spotted together twice in the last two weeks.
1: Ryan Gosling is with... Not
0: Ryan Gosling. Uh, Ryan Phillippe. Oh. I was
1: like, you're starting a whole new thing because Ryan Gosling is taken. No,
0: sorry. No, sorry. Ryan, Ryan Philippe and Reese Witherspoon have been spotted holding hands twice. Oh, that's uh, was nice. at their son's... Uh, album release party they're, and they're graduation to be, they're allowed so.
1: to be friendly and hand-holding is friendly yes i yes. don't think anything more than that i, I she I, did I, just get divorced though
0: yes yes she is newly single and he is still a child so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i mean good for them for co-parenting i don't know what their personal relationship is like but uh cruel intentions the series mm-hmm. cast is done and they start filming here in a couple of weeks in Toronto. Sean Patrick Thomas is back, baby.
1: Wait, Sean Patrick Thomas?
0: The Which cello one? teacher? Oh, really? Yes.
1: They they can't be filming in the next few weeks. Everybody's on strike.
0: It's in Toronto, maybe it doesn't matter. Oh. Or maybe I don't know. that thing was like 2 weeks ago and maybe it's I don't know. Maybe, maybe, that's, maybe that's old information.
1: I don't know. They've been on strike for longer than two
0: weeks. Amazon has ordered eight episodes. Okay. So we will see what happens. Maybe all right. maybe all of that was before the strike and my information is no longer relevant.
1: Well, but at least all of that, all the pre-work there is done. So we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs>
1: wow. Interesting.
0: So we talked about the Millennium Biltmore where all the, the tango at the end is mm-hmm. and where all the seduction scenes yes. are. The, yes. Yes. Yeah, that, we, we will be there in the next year. We're going to figure it out, guys. <laughs> uh, Cruel Intentions, the musical. If you are in the Pacific Northwest or in Northern California, San Francisco Theater is starting it, I think, next week. And it's okay. running for four weeks. So go now. And uh, other filming location information I have, the Ambassador Hotel, like the one with the horses and the uh, motorcycles and the elevators. And oh, all okay, yeah. It's been demolished.
1: Okay. I'm just going to give us a little bit of like, correct, like correct we're talking now back again about True Lies.
0: Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. True Lies. Because we
1: were talking a lot about like how, like Cruel cool Intentions. Cruel cool
0: Intentions. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So we're back to True Lies. The hotel horse motorcycle elevator building has, has been demolished. It's no longer with us. Oh, that's it, sad. Uh, first saw filming in The Graduate.
1: Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. So it's
0: been around for a bit.
1: It has been around.
0: <laughs> the bridge where Bill Paxton pulls up in his kick-ass Corvette. Mm-hmm. That's the same shot as the T-1000 arriving in Terminator 2.
1: Really? It's the
0: exact same spot.
1: That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> Cameron has got... He,
1: he, he likes his little Easter egg. He
0: really does. He really does. And the bridge that we see at the end. At the end. The Pacific... Or not, not the Pacific Coast Highway, the oh. uh, U.S. Highway number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was the U.S. Highway number one until 1982, and then they built a new one. So, that was it's not in use.
1: Oh, so. So, I guess it
0: was free for free, them to. Free to blow up? Yes. Cool.
1: <laughs> guess they didn't get the memo.
0: So, other cast members. Yes. So, I was really curious about Head Crush Guy. Yes. Yes. Like the the other guy in the van, you know, I, I know him as the guy that gets his head crushed in Congo.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: His name is Grant Heslov. He was in bit parts in Congo, The Scorpion King, Dante's Peak, and Enemy of the State. He wrote and was able to get executive producer, uh, Good Night and Good Luck. Oh,
1: Okay. The name sounds familiar and I feel like I just remember it. It's a
0: George Clooney movie about the guy during the Hayes Code or the, the, not the Hayes Code, the other guy, the the communist hunting guy. Uh, McCarthy. McCarthy, yeah. Uh, he was nominated for two Oscars for that film.
1: I, that's what I say. Like, I remember that title and it being something that was said at the Oscars. That would have been the time that we were still, Oscars was, was like must-see viewing.
0: He and George Clooney then formed a production company together. Oh, nice. He uh, produced and directed Leather ne- uh, Leatherheads. He produced The Men Who Stare at Goats, The American, The Ides of March. I think he wrote and uh, produced that. He was uh, nominated for an Oscar for that. Um, they needed one more though. (laughs) They got Ben Affleck involved. Okay. And the three of them shared the Oscar for Argo.
1: Oh, wow. That's amazing.
0: I don't know where he, how he went from head crush guy to one of the producers of Argo. But there we go. (laughs) Well, good for him. Uh, Maybe fact of the podcast. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. Aziz Art Malik. Yes. He was born in Pakistan, moved to England before he could speak. He considers himself English. He has never learned Urdu or uh, Farsi. He is part of the Royal Shakespearean Company and has been for like 40 years.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, he's been in 120 roles in film and TV. Uh, Most recently, he was in The Man Who Fell to Earth and The Little Mermaid.
1: Oh, wow, like the newest Little Mermaid, the yes, live-action yes. Little Mermaid? I,
0: for a man who considers himself British, he does play, like, vaguely Middle Eastern man pretty <sighs> regularly. I
1: mean, I'm sure he's like, oh, okay.
0: I knew I knew him from something else. I know him from The Living Daylights. I don't know that. That's a, a 007 movie. Okay. And um, he has two children with his wife of 44 years and is apparently an amazing grandfather. Aww. <laughs> which
1: is just such a... That's cute.
0: Like the weird terrorist, you're fired guy. It's just like the best grandpa in all of Surrey. Aw, Poppy. I
1: wonder what his grandpa name is. Oh, man. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't figure that out. I I don't know how. (laughs) Eliza Dushku. This is her third role that she was ever in.
1: Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, she's very young. She's very young. She was
0: raised Mormon. Oh. I did not realize. She has Mormon tattoos, which I, I did not know that was a thing.
1: I'm I'm making a face.
0: <laughs> she has left the LDS church, but... Uh,
1: so did she get Mormon tattoos like as a celebration of being a Mormon, which really is against being a Mormon, yeah, or did she get tattoos after leaving the church as like kind of a remember and don't do this kind of like, this is what, from whence I came. I
0: don't think we are allowed to speak about other people and how they deal with their religious upbringing
1: no i mean <laughs> i'm, I'm curious if
0: you heard our podcast that's kind of the whole i
1: point. i know i know but i mean but i but i have mormon family and i'm just curious like the purpose of her tattoos like are they a celebration or are they a like cautionary tale
0: i believe at the time they were a celebration okay uh, she's of course best known for Buffy, Angel, True Calling, and The Dollhouse. You know all of the the Whedonverse stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in the Nickelback Rockstar video.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a good song. Sorry, it is
1: like a,
0: Nickelback is not the best band on the planet.
1: I have never been a Nickelback hater. Like I have not actively like booed or whatever. That's a great song.
0: Nickelback is like a Michael Bay Transformers movie. Like they're not great, but they're reliably. B minus plus. I mean, I'm mean, a little am I... head
1: bop, You know, I mean, photograph. This ph- photograph is. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not a bad song. You
1: might sing that in the, in the car.
0: <laughs> She's in like a thousand episodes as She Hulk in Hulk and the Agents of Smash. It's a animated series. Okay. Um, just give her 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 voice. She accused the stunt coordinator of true lies of molesting her.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. And the next time she worked with him, another co star of hers kind of confronted him about it. Later that day, he was helping her with a stunt and she was severely injured.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow. So
0: give her her voice, hashtag me too. Wow. You know, we, we believe women on this show.
1: Wow. Wow. Okay.
0: So this, this was not the best experience of her life.
1: Ah, oh, it sucks. Hate that.
0: Um, her last role was in a TV movie, The Saint, which the Saint property is near and dear to our hearts with Sir Val Kilmore. Yes, <laughs>
1: from my home in Africa.
0: <laughs> and since 2017, she's gotten married and just had a bunch of babies. And I sent you a picture of her and her kids' Halloween costumes, you did. and she looks five years older than she did in 2003. It's it's almost infuriating. <laughs> I mean, she still
1: got some money for some good skin care and good whatever. She's
0: thin and beautiful and has all sorts of healthy babies, and it's just, yeah, it's, her, her life is going great. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: I'm glad for her.
0: Tom Arnold. You were wondering where he came from? hmm He was a prop comic.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> of course he was. I mean, there wasn't a lot to choose from during that time.
0: No, that was like 83, 84 or so. Yeah. Roseanne actually was at his show and brought him on to be a writer for Roseanne.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And that's where like after her marriage broke up, they hooked up and he kind of wrote himself onto the show. Oh. And that's where he became an actor. Interesting. Um, We talked about how the last time I saw him, I was really worried about how he's breathing really heavily and- mm-hmm. Apparently he just broke his collarbone and didn't realize it in that interview. And I've just for the next twenty years <laughs> I've been concerned for his health. And it was just an unknown collarbone injury. <laughs>
1: You're just like, Why why am I hissing? <laughs> why is air escaping my body?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean he's got a long history of substance abuse yeah, and mental he did. health and yeah. just Anytime somebody you were been...
1: You were just putting the, the, the Tom Sizemore effect on him. Exactly.
0: A drug user for 30 years, and they start talking, and then you start worrying maybe their heart does not pump in quite like it. No, I think I, I, I also remember the a health that... professional who's spent a bunch of time in mental health, so it...
1: I, I think I do know the, the interview we're talking about, so...
0: It was striking. It was very striking. Uh, he's really good at divorces. He's been divorced four times.
1: I mean, so i well, well, as we realize that this this movie is just full of Easter eggs, probably like a ton of his own,
0: too. His own divorce anxiety. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he became a father for the first time at age 55. Wow. With actually the the woman who was married to the longest for about uh, 13 years or so. He has two children. He, after becoming a father, decided to get clean and lost about 100 pounds and is seemingly a healthy adult male in his 60s now. So good
1: for him. That's great. That's great. Um, I'm sure – he. I mean, he's a very funny guy. I'm sure all of his ex-wives think he's hilarious. Uh, they
0: probably don't.
1: I, I mean that, as in, like, he probably had a lot of things at their expense.
0: Yes. He's admitted in public that he made $20 million and a share of all future royalties of Roseanne in the divorce. Mm. So he's doing okay. Yeah. And uh, he does. T- Good story. He says that he and Michael Jackson have a special bond together because he was the spokesperson for Craftmatic Adjustable Beds. And in filming an infomercial, one of them caught fire <laughs> and badly burned one of his arms.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: That footage was not used.
1: <laughs> okay. Like,
0: well, what does that have to do with Michael Jackson? Because Michael Jackson burned his head off in a Pepsi commercial.
1: Uh, oh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. About that. So just famous, famous, quote unquote, famous people getting burned in commercials. I
0: mean, I guess we could add Richard Pryor. to the, Sorry. <laughs> oh
1: man, That was his own doing.
0: <laughs> this, this probably doesn't work in an audio medium. But if you don't know, Richard Pryor was a comic and he was before crack was a thing. He was kind of making his own crack and you have to use pure grain alcohol to make crack and he blew himself up. And when he came back, his next stand-up show, he's like, "Let me. Have you heard any good jokes lately?" <laughs> and he lit a match and kind of like, uh, 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 he was like, that's Richard Pryor running down the street."
1: <laughs> Which actually, that you say that um, that was actually Pee Wee's first line after. Kind of coming back after his. Oh, have you heard any good jokes lately? Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the MTV Music Awards. Rest in peace. Or maybe Paul MTV Video Rubens. Awards or whatever. But yeah, just a lot of, you know, but like, I mean, a standing ovation and people are, like, and he's like, you know, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then it's, have you heard any good jokes lately? <laughs>
0: Oh, rest in peace. I saw him at SeaWorld for the laser and fireworks show introducing it. That's that's how far he had fallen.
1: <laughs> he seemed like a really good man.
0: I mean, a decent amount of child porn in his collection, so let's
1: Okay. Okay, let's let's table that. He seemed like a very nice person. <laughs>
0: Two people. <laughs> But I wish he wasn't dead. And we will – you do have family now that lives really close to the Mellow Mushroom. That was a theater where he was whacking <laughs> off. So we're going to eat at that Mellow Mushroom I don't in the want near future. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I if mean, you work
0: at that Mellow Mushroom and you ever get anything, like junk mail addressed to Paul Rubens, that's pretty much the address that I give out any time I don't want to give out my real address. They probably get all sorts of junk mail. <laughs> Someone is wondering, like, what? what does this have to do with anything? So I hope I, somebody Googles it and, like <gasps> – This is where the theater was.
1: So are we going to go to that Mellow Mushroom and you're going to ask for your mail?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Other thing that might be the fact of the podcast. I cannot confirm this with a reputable news source, but I've confirmed with multiple some... (laughs) Tom Arnold might be the person who leaked the conversation with Michael Cohen that uh, brought down Jerry Falwell Jr.
1: Oh wow, interesting. Like, where did w wh- were they buddies?
0: Apparently, I mean, Michael Cohen's like a buddy with a lot of people, and yeah, apparently that that was was the start of it. That he was talking about Falwell Jr. and his pool boy, and yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, for those of you that don't know, if you're related to me, stop listening right now. That pretty much everybody that, if you're related to me and you've graduated from college, you probably graduated from Liberty University. And that that's the Jerry Falwell Sr. That's his thing. And Jerry Falwell Jr. was recently disgraced. And that's where I come from. And I'm still figuring all of that out.
1: But I feel like there's really good, isn't there a really good documentary on it? I feel like didn't True Come Obsessed do that I f- episode? Probably,
0: probably. I think so. I don't so know the go name to of them to... for it
1: because it, it'll be a romp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted to talk about the Boris and Doris scene and the light.
1: The Boris and Doris scene and the in the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did because we talked about it early on um, with um, T. Carrera, I think. Um, that they'd done like the kind of noir lighting, just like that kind of weird highlight on the eyes. And they did that, too, at the very end when, you know, after we've all, everything's reconciled and we're having a thumb war. <laughs> As you do, <laughs>
0: ah, like Arnold is doing some of his best eye and teeth acting in that scene
1: <laughs> And they get a phone call, and it's for Boris and Doris. And it's like it it uh, close ups on Jamie Lee and it does the eye thing. like they're in their kitchen. they're it's in the kitchen. <laughs> there's nothing that could be with a wall phone.
0: <laughs> Maybe it's like the microwave or something.
1: There's nothing to reflect. There's no blinds. There's no nothing. And it's just, okay, okay. it it, it didn't play.
0: I loved it. I'm sorry. <laughs> then I just wrote, this wasn't even really a research thing. I just wrote down listening, like, that's a spot on Arnold impression. Way to go, babe. <laughs>
1: what was it? Sorry about my party. Was it that one? <laughs> I feel like that was the best one. <laughs> was,
0: they were all pretty good.
1: <laughs> you added to my resume.
0: <laughs> You're as funny as you are beautiful.
1: Ah. Uh. Thanks. Hey,
0: girl. Hey. No, maybe. No, not so much. We're still podcasting.
1: We're still podcasting and I don't know. I guess I got to stay funny.
0: <laughs> we wanted to talk about the big like, did you have sexual relations? With- oh, Yeah. Clinton Lewinsky was 90, uh, 98, January 17th, two four years after this.
1: Oh, wow. So...
0: Like, did you have sexual relations? The, the
1: prosecutor, like, was, was watching Tom True <laughs> Lies, like, the, the night before while he was prepping, and he's like, ooh.
0: I can't even process that, because that would have been, like, the very end of my senior year. I feel like this is, like, eighth grade. I am... I do,
1: too. I agree with you. I feel like that was a very, like, middle school time.
0: I mean, I would have been... Out of college by the or out of high school into college by the time this was going down, I remember my freshman year of college giving somebody like one of those like, "Hey, would you like to register to vote on campus?" And like, "Sure," I filled out the little form and I finally got my thing. I was like, you can't vote in the 1998 election because you didn't get it in time. And like, oh no, but midterm elections are important. But I'm but I you would don't, not have thought that You were don't think that when, when you're I first was Yeah, when
1: you're first registering to vote. You don't like know any of that stuff. Like it, when you first learn about voting, you don't learn about all of that small stuff really. It's like the president period.
0: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the first time I got there to vote when I, in 2000 I was like, "Holy crap, who are these other 20 assholes?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "I know about two people and they're both trash." <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: this asshole or that asshole?
1: <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, South Park really has it right.
0: Right, it's like the the boring deep voice asshole, or like the redneck Texas cowboy asshole. <laughs> like, this isn't gonna end well either way. No. Nope. <laughs> so you wanted to? You knew torture guy, like the yeah, weird yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I don't think you do. Really? I don't think so. He was in six films. This was his last. Okay. He was in Happy Hell Night. Shadows and Fog. He uh, was in Daybreak, not the the uh, Stallone one. Okay. He was in Slaughter of the Innocents. His name was Charles Cragen, and he was in also this year, Bullets Over Broadway, is a Woody Allen movie that also had John Cusack, Chaz Palmentary, and uh, Jack Warden in it.
1: Yeah, I, I know the title. Man, that who am I? I Six I'm, films. I'm thinking of some other creepy dude. I
0: feel like you're thinking of like a zombie puppet.
1: I mean, it, the, he's not not
0: <laughs> Jean Claude. Yes, this is his only film role. Really? Yes, I think he might be a classically trained French chef, somewhat of a celebrity chef, but I can't confirm that because nothing. There's two guys that have the same name. Oh, I guess they're tough. the same age and they're French, but I cannot get any sort of reference that one is the other.
1: Like, that's a, that's a real just like, hey, would you like to be a movie and, and say, like, weird sexy things into a tape? <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I mean, do you want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's seducing Jamie Lee Curtis voice? Like, um, we Oui. Uh, oui. <laughs> S'il vous plaît. Maintenant. If you're the one that turned that down, like, I want to meet you and fuck you. Like, that's, like no, 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 that, that came out wrong.
1: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> I want to meet you and I don't like you. You made a poor choice, sir. Um, the guy that was Khaled, like the guy that owned the Chateau at the beginning, I don't know if we ever actually saw him. We just um, saw a picture of him. He, we might have seen I'm him I'm not sure. We, we
1: might see, like, a hot second of him.
0: This is his feature film debut, Marshall Minch. Do you recognize him?
1: I don't, because I, I honestly, like, we we saw so many people in footage of, like, surveillance that I, I I don't think I would.
0: He was in 21 episodes of a show that we saw the entire 10 seasons of.
1: Oh, wow. His catchphrase. Hello. Oh, my gosh. He's Ranjit. He's Ranjit. He's Ranjit
0: from How About Your Mother, the limo driver.
1: (laughs) Shot through the heart.
0: The Get Psyched mix.
1: I love (laughs) Ranjit. That makes me so happy. (laughs) It makes me
0: so happy he's not a terrorist. (laughs) And speaking of terrorists, the Hobbit terrorist.
1: A Hobbit terrorist. The guy
0: that was driving the uh, Tia Carrere's limousine. They get shot.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The really hairy guy. The, the, yeah. really, really, the round really round, really round hairy guy. Yeah, he's he's
0: cute. He's adorable. He's very cute. This is his only film role as an actor. Okay. He is credited in over two hundred and fifty films. He is the principal cellist for the Hollywood Bowl Orchestra.
1: Wow, that's cool.
0: So he actually played a cello solo for when his character was killed.
1: Oh, he played it on Swan Song? Yes, he did. <laughs> that's precious.
0: He is in the soundtrack for Father of the Bride, Batman Returns. I mean, bah, nah, nah, nah. that's him.
1: That's amazing. That, that is, is him. gosh.
0: Jurassic Park.
1: Ugh. Na, 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 na. I mean if
0: you could I'm getting chills just I know humming it like that is the last truly great soundtrack.
1: I've cried of, every of time. single time they even go to that like theme remotely in any of the new movies.
0: The Nightmare Before Christmas, Toy Story, Independence Day, Titanic, The Matrix, X-Men, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Unfaithful that's going to be on our podcast at some point. All of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, Batman versus Superman, awesome. Fate of the Furious, all the Star Wars sequels, and Ghostbusters Afterlife.
1: That's amazing.
0: Ghostbusters Afterlife still gives you chills, doesn't it? It
1: does. I, I, it was on in Mexico, in Mexico, and I cried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get past the uncanny valley of, of Egon real quick, don't you?
1: Well, I mean, it, they don't do it. It might be just a tad too long, but it's just,
0: it's just so sweet. It's fake enough. It's, it's ghostly enough and it doesn't speak really. No, it doesn't
1: speak at all. It, that's good that it doesn't speak. And maybe they could have made it a little bit more ethereal kind of, and that maybe would have played just a tad better. But by, at that moment, by that time, you, you know, the characters so need to know that he cared that it, it just, it overrides it and that we had just lost him too. Mm-hmm. It's one of the
0: better, I think resurrections of dead actors. I mean, it, it really beats any of like the Grand Moff Tarkins or the uh, princess Leia's. I yeah. don't know if this was before or after the, with the Mandalorian season, whatever with Luke Skywalker coming back. Cause that was pretty good.
1: I don't know, like young Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but no, it, it, it just, yeah, it just,
0: it tugged a heartstring. It for really you. did
1: because I mean those movies, I love those characters, and I love, you know, like, yeah, it, it's just a special place.
0: And I was not expecting them all to be back. That's no, I oh, wasn't. I it? really thought that Bill Murray was too serious of an actor for for this kind of nonsense.
1: Well, um, and I think that he is, but I think that that's why he did mm. it was because. Because Harold has died. Like, I feel like that made him realize, like, life's, for a second, maybe life's a little too short and I'm too full of my own shit. <laughs> and I think that that all kind of made that, and maybe that's true, maybe that's not true, maybe it was a total money grab, but that's what I took from it and it made it, like, it was not just everyone attached to him as a character, it was people attached to him as a person really? too. I wonder
0: if anybody knows the extent of what happened I mean, because nobody's... It's been... I mean, it was a Groundhog Day. I mean, it's been almost 40 years now.
1: I don't know. And nobody's
0: said a thing about what the falling out was about. I'm and, sure
1: people know, but...
0: I mean, maybe when Bill Murray dies, someone will write the book, but... Maybe. <sighs> so, flipping gears off of heartbreak <laughs> and our childhood. Box office and business for this film. Okay. So... This is the most expensive movie ever made at the time.
1: Wow. What what are, what are its contemporaries?
0: This was $100 million. This was more than Terminator 2, The Abyss, Alien. A lot of James Cameron movies in there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, I was just listening to you know one of the movie podcasts we listened to, and they were talking about um, something taking – oh, they are talking about RRR, mm. um, and it taking like 382 days to film. And that's just—I mean, it, that's astronomical. Like they're like that's like James Cameron level. Like nobody else takes that long to film something.
0: That's wild. That's wild. Uh, it was domestically, it made one forty six worldwide, three sixty five. So a modest hit, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it blows my mind because now a movie like Avatar two makes like three three billion dollars. So you just don't—if you make three hundred million now, you're a flop. So that's kind of weird how that's changed. It came in third in 1994. The Lion King, Forrest Gump, True Lies, The Mask, and Speed were the top five grossing films of the year.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: It all time is the 404th grossing movie of all time, which that's crazy. That is crazy. That it could be like not really, you know, there's movies make more than that all the time now. It's Mm -hmm. just a different time, I guess. Right above it is Toy Story. Right below it, Terminator Salvation.
1: Huh. Interesting. And it's funny... Too, like Terminator
0: Salvation is the one with... Oh, no. Sorry. It was above Toy Story, below Terminator Salvation. But Terminator Salvation is the one without Arnold Schwarzenegger in it.
1: That probably seems like, hmm, interesting.
0: The only Terminator... That <laughs> doesn't. That,
1: that, <laughs> that makes the mark. Um, Anyway, I made all kinds of speed references. I didn't realize... like. I didn't think about them being like literally the same year. Speed,
0: The Mask, True Lies, Forrest Gump, and The Lion King were in the theaters at the same time. That's wild. Forrest Gump was the number one movie in America. True Lies came out and took it. Forrest Gump was back up the next week.
1: That's crazy. I mean, I saw Forrest Gump in the theater. I, I saw all these with Speed. Yeah. I didn't see True Lies. What were the other ones that you said? The Lion
0: King. I was mean, the, yeah, the Lion
1: King. The Mask. Did I see The Mask in the theater? I'm not 100% sure.
0: Yeah. I saw four out of five of these in the theater when I was 14 years old. One of them was R-rated. I mean, that's – I was punched, I was winning that year.
1: But I got Speed on a VHS tape for Christmas. This year? Whenever it came or, out.
0: Okay. It probably would have been this year. Yeah.
1: I got it and I took it on my eighth grade trip to Washington, D.C., and we watched it on the bus.
0: <laughs>
1: it was a small group. Not a lot of people going. It a real cool principal. <laughs>
0: This is the 54th highest grossing R-rated film of all time. That's wild. It is right above The Hangover Part 3 and right below Mad Max Fury Road.
1: Hangover 3.
0: Eh. <laughs> did you, ever, you never saw that one, did you?
1: Did I not? I don't even know. It was the
0: one with uh, Dan from Roseanne, like, holding the other, uh, the, both Dougs, Doug and Black Doug, kidnapped. And I've seen they, a lot of it. They have to go kill Leslie Cho if they're going to get him back. It's really not funny, but it's actually a pretty decent thriller, but that's not really why you go see The Hangover. No,
1: no. If I have not seen it all, I've seen a lot of it. It's like kind
0: of dark. Like, uh, Zach Galifianakis is off his meds and it's a really like, poignant statement on mental health in America and it's maybe not a hangover movie though.
1: Speaking of of Leslie Cho if you're not watching After Party <gasps> you need to watch After Party. I mean we're on season two which is what has um, Ken Jeong in it um, but you need to watch season one. Uh, both of them are Apple TV uh, original shows so good.
0: Oh, it, It's That's the only reason we have Apple TV Plus, and we forget to cancel it in between seasons, but (laughs) it's fine. It's fine. Speaking of which, I got to go cancel uh, Stars.
1: I said something to you about that the other day. Not Stars.
0: uh, AMC Plus, because this movie is now on Hulu. I told you it was going to be on a reliable streaming service coming soon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, literally like today. I mean, it was on TV. I put it on TV, and then it was like, okay, what do you want to watch next? All of the things you watch on Hulu.
0: Exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Critics, this movie is 70% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Decent. 76% audience score. The best review I could find said that it proves that throwing everything at the camera sometimes works a treat.
1: (laughs) It's true. There's a lot happening here.
0: The worst review was, if the Gulf War gave you an insatiable taste for burning oil and burning Arabs, this extravaganza will tide you over for at least a couple of days.
1: Oh, wow. Yipes. (laughs) That person was not reviewing a movie. (laughs)
0: This yeah, but, movie has been accused of portraying yeah, yes Arabs yes I, in a poor light and yes it probably does
1: it does it's very very basic I mean but it's it's just very very basic it's not trying to say anything at all really I don't think
0: I mean if anything else like we we don't really approve of the methods but we still kind of think like. If like all Americans out of the Persian Gulf in ninety two, probably not a good thing. Ninety four, yeah, probably <laughs> probably would have uh, probably so probably would have been a better uh, a better world all said and done. Uh, but we wouldn't we didn't know that back then.
1: We didn't, and that's not when they were filming this movie. <laughs> they were filming this movie. It's when it came out. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: N- ninety two was not a good time. just
1: a production time. <laughs> right. <laughs> then things changed. Like, ooh,
0: <laughs> this film has never been available. In any sort of HD or Blu-ray format and has never been available for digital purchase. Huh. James Cameron says that there is one that he has to just get around to approving it. Fuck you, Cameron.
1: Okay. What <laughs> you doing? Writing another fucking Avatar movie that nobody wants to see?
0: Babe, everybody went and saw the Avatar movie.
1: But nobody likes it.
0: It's like three billion dollars. It's it's the number one movie but like a billion dollars. But
1: nobody likes it. Everybody only talks shit.
0: I think. Have you seen Avatar?
1: No, it's Fern Gully. It. Pretty good. It's Fern Gully, <laughs> without Robin Williams.
0: It it is. It's Fern with Smurfs,
1: and without Robin Williams
0: <laughs> rapping. Uh, this is actually a remake of a French film. Huh. Yeah, it's uh, called La Totale. Uh, woman who thinks her husband is a telephone operator and he's actually a super spy. And actually, I mean, both of the original writers have screenplay credit on this. Oh, wow. So it is really a remake. It's really a remake. remake. Yeah. I'm out of research about this movie, so I needed to find something to pad out the running time. And we've really hit 1994 Playboy pretty well. But I did find... January of tw- 2003. So we're going to like go forth.
1: Okay. What's the relevance of January 2003?
0: The cover girl, a 36-year-old, nearly newly single mother of two, Ms. Tia Carrere, gets oh. her fucking groove back.
1: All right. Gia I mean, I don't want to just like back. randomly
0: show you pictures of naked ladies, but...
1: That's become a theme of this podcast.
0: <laughs> like...
1: She looks great. She is
0: fucking working it.
1: She looks fantastic.
0: So that's, uh, that's why I chose this particular issue. I feel like I skipped something. But we want to talk about their ages. Okay. Arnold was 47 in this film. He looks great. And Jamie Lee Curtis is 36. She looks great, too. They've been married for 15 years. They've been married since she's 21. I, I feel like she's playing older and he's playing younger.
1: I think he's probably playing a little younger. I don't know if she's playing a lot older. No. I mean... Getting married at twenty-one? I
0: guess. I don't know. Looking at the way she's dressing and the way she That's, that's-
1: just nineties women in their mid-30s. They all look 50. I guess. Like if I you guess. go back and look at all of them, style is just just abysmal to women. It's like, oh, you're in your thirties? Nah, 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 you're no longer sexy.
0: I just have to reevaluate my entire concept of who I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was, because I would have thought she was forty-five in this and I'd only seen her in My Girl before this, and that was a movie I noped out of two thirds of the way through.
1: Oh, that movie's devastating.
0: And then I know that she's in Halloween, but Halloween is the before times, and
1: Halloween is the all times. There's still Halloween's, still Halloween's like last year, and she's getting doing the damn thing. But I mean, she looks fantastic for 36. She looks fantastic for 36 right now.
0: (laughs) 36, which is
1: not 1994 36. Yeah. We didn't know when you became an adult woman anywhere before the last, I don't know.
0: 15 years, maybe 10 years, 15
1: years. You just became 50 for the rest of your life. They gave you a uniform. They gave you a haircut. They gave you a uniform and you stepped into it, especially if you're a mother. Um, And if you weren't a mother and you were like the opposite, basically of probably how she was, she's dressed when she loses all the ruffles. It's like, Oh, they're, that was that was who all the other moms talked about. That's who your mom talked about.
0: <laughs> right? We were so
1: we're so much older than her, but we both look so much younger. It's weird. I don't think we look younger than her when she's like. Well,
0: not when she's like doing the dance, but like when she's like
1: when she's hot, like when she's like not. She's they're playing into a, like a dowdiness and a I frumpiness guess, guess. that is not her. Obviously,
0: okay. okay.
1: Obviously, like she. I don't think that she really got to be sexy in a lot of stuff. I mean, I showed you the clip of me, I need to I need to put the clip of um perfect uh in her her aerobics sh- movie where she's just <laughs> like thrusting. Um she doesn't look that different from perfect to here.
0: She doesn't, she doesn't. And but I just that's I was like fourteen a this is the second time I'd Travolta ever seen her movie. and she was just a, a she was like my mom's age.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, because of where she was wearing. She's dressed like your mom. She's just like my mom. and Until she wasn't. Woo. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, lets you rethink everything.
0: All right. So also in this issue of Playboy, we have pictures of Hefner hanging out with Clooney and Dick Clark and Mark Hamill. Weird. That is a crowd.
1: That's a weird party.
0: And we have Marky Mark, Scott Kahn, and Polly Shore with a bevy of playmates at the uh, Oscar De La Hoya Vargas match.
1: That's less weird.
0: (laughs) It seems like they get along. (laughs) We have an article, Booty 911. It's the glow skin spa in New York, kind of promoting that you should be wearing butt masks and uh, properly moisturizing your butt, which... Sure. That seems very mainstream now. It does. There are things in this issue that are not going to seem very mainstream now. We have a little uh, chart of Anna Nicole versus Ozzy. Like reality stars of the day.
1: Oh, no. It's not going to be good.
0: One is heavy metal. The other is just heavy.
1: Oh, no.
0: Favorite workout, shuffling around the mansion or lifting food to mouth.
1: Oh. Guys. No. You
0: made this woman. You made this woman, yes. and it's your fault. She's fucking dead.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. People suck so hard. They, like, want to, yeah, they want to lift people up, and then when they decide that they're done, they just spit all over them.
0: I'm just, like, that has pick Kick aged. you in
1: the crotch, spit it on your neck. Na- your neck. <laughs> fucking fantastic.
0: They debut the four-pack of Moet and Chandon 187ml bottles.
1: Okay, I'm listening. They come
0: with straws attached. Heck I don't know yeah. about... <laughs> What do you think? Champagne with a straw? What's your what's your take? It doesn't ruin your lipstick. <laughs> they have an interview with Elizabeth Berkley. Okay. They have an interview with Bill Paxton.
1: Aww. I
0: know. He had just directed Frailty, and they asked him what movies that are out that he thinks you should go see. He said Fight Club, Three Kings, and Super Troopers.
1: <laughs> that seems like, how do you describe Bill Paxton in three movies you think he would like? <laughs> yes.
0: They have an electric CDR organizer. Do those words mean anything to you?
1: CDR?
0: Like C D recordable.
1: Oh yeah. I so
0: basically you take seventy-five of your CDs that you have and you just put them all in this machine and it, and it reads all the it. file names. So you can search through all of them for a file name and it'll spit out the C D you want, so you can put the C D in your in your computer.
1: It's it's efficient. I it is efficient,
0: that. but it's talking about like Basically, all your illegally downloaded shit. (laughs) It's like if you're trying to find your Strokes New York City Cops MP3 collection,
1: a Napster, this is right around that time.
0: Yeah, it's talking about the uh, Rare Strokes bootleg MP3 and your Jenna Jameson porn clips.
1: (laughs) All right, all right. I see you trying to be relevant with the Strokes and having your own plug.
0: Uh, there's an article about Mozilla Firefox being very poorly utilized, but being far superior to Internet Explorer.
1: You still use it? I still use <laughs> Firefox.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I early adopted Google Chrome. I was there week one, and it sucked. Okay, I'm. It's better now. I get it, but I've Firefox has all my passwords stored, and it's <laughs> it's got all my settings.
1: Okay. Okay. Fine.
0: We have an article about Mel Gibson, Brad Pitt, and Jennifer Connelly being in Japanese commercials, which I'm sure had to be – like, Sophia Coppola's like, oh, you know, I've got an idea.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize that was so much of a thing. I mean, the, my only experience with it is is uh, Joey in Ichiban, <laughs> <laughs> lipstick for men. <laughs>
0: an article about the console wars, Xbox versus PS2, which is right for your home. <laughs> We have celebrity photographer Jonathan Davis from Corn. Okay. And they were asked to ask him if he wanted to photograph uh, photograph somebody, and he said, "Only if I can do my wife."
1: Aww.
0: Yeah, hold on to that. <laughs>
1: okay, never mind.
0: Uh, Devin Davis, former adult film star, wife. In 2018, he would file a restraining order against her and a few hours later she would be found dead of multiple drug intoxication and he'd be left to raise her two children alone. He is probably clean now. He seems to have been sober for about three years, but he had COVID about two years ago and can't really walk without an oxygen tank and can't perform and it seems like he's having a really rough time. I mean, the rest of the band is pretty much like all sober and love Jesus now (laughs) and he's just sort of... That's tough. Really having a tough life, so.
1: That is tough, but I will say, like, you're talking about 2003 and then 15 years later. I mean, there's probably a lot of shit that happened in those 15 years. There, but. Lots
0: of drugs, lots of abuse, lots of everything. Yeah, yeah. Tough time, tough time. We have an interview with Halle Berry, and then we have office sex.
1: That's ominous.
0: I just, I'm not going to read the entire thing because it is grim. Oh, <laughs> it, no. I'm just going to hit a couple of highlights. I encourage all of you to go find this issue January of 2003 and be mortified. (laughs) Look upon my works, ye mighty, and despair. 22% of men and 17% of women think that a man telling a coworker that she's hot is inappropriate.
1: That's it? That's really low.
0: Less than 50% thought a boss asking about a, a subordinate's sex life is a problem?
1: How many Less than 50 percent? I mean, less than 50 percent could be 49 percent, which is still not good, but...
0: 30 percent thought dirty jokes were completely appropriate?
1: I still think people, that's probably still true.
0: Probably. 15 percent of people thought that touching a woman on her lower back when you're talking to her is inappropriate. Only 15 percent? That's men and women.
1: Ugh. Like... Touching anyone at any point where you're talking to them is a- inappropriate.
0: So those, that's just some highlights. The whole thing is rough.
1: I was gonna be completely honest. Like, I mean, this was not like a work with, but like, I went and got my oil changed and like a Jiffy Lube, and dude was like called me sweetie, and I was like, Ugh. Like, <laughs> I was, like that's retro. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> it was so jarring. <laughs> <laughs> like, but then like the next guy who looks like a fucking leprechaun was like, I like guess I was waiting. He was like, would you, he's like, would you like to stay in the car? Would you like me to escort you to our customer service area? I was like, yes, leprechaun, please escort a customer service area. Speaking of leprechauns. Because the one, a huge fear of mine is driving my car into those things. Mm. I'm so afraid of it. I've never had an issue, but I'm so afraid of it. And I was like, you mean I don't have to? Like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I will go sit in your shitty waiting room with your shitty coffee. To what was not, on the TV? There wasn't a TV. There wasn't a TV.
0: It wasn't playing like Home and Garden. Or, there was no TV. No Property Brothers or no, love there, it or list it. I don't
1: think. I don't think so. I mean, I was just like staring at my phone. There was a mini cooler full full of water bottles, which ah. is very nice. Just but. every
0: time we go to the vet, like I never get to see like whether they love it or list it or not. <laughs>
1: same thing at the nail
0: salon (laughs) exactly (laughs) sorry i was like i'll get really invested and then the (laughs) vet comes in and (laughs) like oh shit like it's a credit it's like i don't know do they love it or (laughs) do they list it like tell me tell me (laughs) uh we have playmate of the actually we were talking about leprechauns it we we, (laughs) sort of
1: (laughs) he was very nice he was like he's like here i will help walk walk with you so that you don't trip on anything. And I'm from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he had a real shitty red beard, <laughs> all I'm going to say. And real kind of, yeah, he had a real leprechaun vibe. But he's very nice. This
0: might not very play polite. in podcast, but I used to tell you about I worked one day a week at a practice and I worked the the exact opposite of the other guy. Like when I was there, he wasn't there. When he wasn't there, I was there. Uh-huh. And he had this just brilliant red beard and a bunch of sleeve tattoos, but I would like the keyboard was always sticking, so I'd have to like do 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 like all of the red beard hairs Ew, on the keyboard. <laughs> Gross! I was like, I was like, I'm hunting a leprechaun. <laughs> I just felt like that. I was always I was just on the trail of a leprechaun. <laughs>
1: That's so disgusting.
0: He is now the night manager of the uh, practice right next to mine. <laughs> so once again like he's probably leaving right as i'm coming in we haven't crossed paths yet i'm on the trail of you leprechaun (laughs) i'm on the trail
1: oh my gosh
0: and like when we get fitted for our hazardous materials mask we have to like stand up and march in place and say a poem about a rainbow (laughs) and just to make sure like that when you're moving, that you're still maintaining a good seal. Got They're it. Like, I know what's at the end of the rainbow, Mr. Leprechaun. <laughs> I, I'll get your sack of gold.
1: Be like your charms. <laughs>
0: I'm after you.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: leprechaun to my Captain Ahab.
1: <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> Unexpected turn.
0: Okay. Anyway, but the Playmate of the Month, Rebecca Ramos, she is alive and is a practicing attorney.
1: Good for Yay. her. Yay. Yay.
0: <laughs> we have boom time for butts. Remember, 2003 was the year of the booty.
1: 2003. And the, like,
0: Shakira came around. Jennifer Lopez came back. We had Kylie Minogue. We had Rose McGowan on the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, yeah, 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 ass, yeah. Britney Spears. Denise Richards on the cover of um, Undercover Brother. Apparently, had,
1: Tom Cruise is maybe um, uh, courting uh, Shakira pretty hardcore.
0: Really? And then we had, I don't need to find this one because Gillian Anderson was like, up there in the upper left, rocking some booty out in a super low cut. Like, way to go, Jillian. I didn't Wait, know you had it in you.
1: Whale tailing it.
0: <laughs> we spent so much time with David Duchovny that uh, I know. I guess we left you alone. I got my eye on you now, Jillian. <laughs> I've got my eye on you now, Jillian. Sorry.
1: Well played. <laughs>
0: We have an article, Joni Lauer, talking about how uh, Stephanie McMahon kind of stole her man, their li- affair with her live-in boyfriend, Paul Levesque. Triple H, that is uh, very relevant now. And that's AKA,
1: that's So yes, for yes. those of you who don't know. Oh,
0: sorry, yes. China, the professional wrestler, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were also wrestlers. They got married, and then now they're sort of in charge of a $12 billion company.
1: And unfortunately... Uh, Joni is dead.
0: Yes, yes. She's not with us anymore. Jennifer Aniston, Christina Applegate, and Heather Graham pushing like kind of the first time that pole dance fitness went into ah, the mainstream. pole
1: dance fitness.
0: We have This is a thing. I'm going to read it verbatim because this is 2003 and this is a verbatim thing that somebody said and not like cringed in horror. Woody Harrelson plays a transvestite hooker. In what? I believe it was the um, anger management with, uh, I want to say, it's Adam, not Polly Short, Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler? and uh, and Jack Nicholson.
1: Huh. But yeah, all of those words are bad. Like
0: every one of those words. But 2003. 2003 we talked about the mid-2000s being just trash, but.
1: I mean, even Hooker for 2003 is a little abrupt.
0: It is just – it's a different time. that, that That's a 20-year difference that it, – it, that's bigger than 1983 to 2003, and I would have thought you were crazy if you would have told that to me, that there would be more social change in that time.
1: Well, I was just thinking, like, I mean, the other day when someone was saying, like, something was 20 years ago, it's, like, immediately, I think it's in the 1980s. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, it's not. Like, there was no
0: Nintendo in 1983, okay? Like, the world's changing. <laughs> And I'm probably going to close on the very last page is an advertisement for a Jenna Jameson action figure.
1: A Jenna Jameson action figure? Yes. I don't want to know what it does.
0: Uh, we can take its clothes off.
1: It doesn't have Kung Fu grip.
0: <laughs> but you know what? It's the summer of Barbie. So you know what, Barbie, you can be whatever you want to be.
1: Let's do it.
0: I mean, if that's if that's your choice in life, then you go for it, girl.
1: All right. Same <laughs> same for you, Jenna Jameson. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks so much. Um, it's super fun to be back into movies and and hitting going deeper. Hope you're checking it out. Um, uh, Forbidden Cinema on Instagram. You can shoot us an email, Forbidden Cinema Podcast at Gmail. We are coming quickly to the end of Mink Season 2, available on Stars, where you can listen to us on Mink's on stars going deeper on all the, the Spotify and iTunes um, rate review, follow, subscribe, all those things. And check us out on Instagram as well. Minx on stars going deeper.
0: We'll see you next week. Jimmy kiss, kiss. If you don't want us to use your song as our intro, let me know. Cause if not, I'm saying this is fair use. And uh, next week, hundredth episode. Jide. <laughs> see you then. Bye guys. <laughs>